Welcome to the Fearless Vampire Podcast. I'm on a heartfelt mission through the art of conversation and storytelling to inspire women to pursue their creative entrepreneurial journey with reckless abandon. I'm your host, Taylor, a six-figure photographer and business coach based in Colorado. I'm a right-brain mompreneur to two toddler boys, devoted deep conversation holder, and your personal alpaca cuddle liaison. My hope is that you leave our time together feeling empowered and energized to build your dream life. Learn more at fearlessvampire.com. If you have ever wondered why everyone is talking about niches and niching down and finding your dream client and your niche, then you are in the right place. Today, I'm hosting a one-on-one coaching call with Amber Canterbury of P Lazy Y Photography, located here in Salida, Colorado, in the Rocky Mountains where we live. And we're going to dive deep into why we niche and how to attract your niche market. Amber, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Okay, so tell me about tell me about your story. Let's just jump right into your story. How did you, you just told me that you're working another job, but tell me about how photography kind of came into your orbit and when you were like, I've got to do this thing. I've always like loved having a camera in my hands, like way back, the disposable cameras, you know, click, 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 and then you take it to the store and get them developed. (laughs) So I I mean, started with that. And then in college, I got my first little point and shoot camera and played around with that. And then it just kind of grew from there. And I was like, oh, maybe I kind of like this. And I, I didn't really like jump right in. I just did a little bit. And then family were like, maybe you should do our pictures for this. And can you do this? And can you do this? And then it just started growing. So I would say it's probably only like the last five years that I've been more serious about doing photography as a profession. So I have yeah multiple other full-time jobs and I'm doing this on the side, but I would love to just do photography. Like that's something that I would really love. That's amazing. And I think that's a really common theme where you're always the friend with a camera. And then one day somebody's like, Hey, could we pay you to do something? (laughs) And then it's just this like natural transition into, well, maybe I could actually do this. So that's really cool. Where, where are you from originally, Amber? So right here, I went to school at Salida, grew up in Howard. And so, yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. So Amber, you had meant you had told me that you kind of wanted to cover this idea of how do you break away to the niche that really speaks to you. And I would love to know, tell me about your relationship with your niche. Like, do you have a niche? Do you know who it is? And if you do, why? Why are they your people in your niche? So I would say that I don't right now. Like I've just done everything. Like a friend's like, oh, I'm getting married. Can you do pictures? And then that for a same friend, like is pregnant. Oh, can you do maternity? Can you do newborn? So I've done a little bit of everything. Um, Even our high school sports team, I take pictures, sports shots for them, equine events. So I've done like, and I am doing quite a few different areas. And I think that I would rather do like weddings, elopements, things like that. Of course, I would still do stuff for my family because I can't say no to my family, but you know, I've done multiple weddings, but I think this summer when I did a courthouse wedding here in Salida, that was the one that I was like, okay, this is super cool. Like this couple was pretty awesome. They were up for whatever. And we got some really cool shots, like right there in the old courthouse, right around the outside of the courthouse. That's what spoke to me, I would say. You know, I took the pictures. I had ideas in my head. 
was able to take the pictures, got them home. And I'm like, okay, I have to sit down and just edit them all right now. And the couple loved them, their friends loved them. So that's what I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do is couples, elopements, small settings. That's, that's what it is. That's beautiful. I'm curious, do you know your Enneagram type? Uh, I think I have done that once, but don't remember what it was. <laughs> There's so. so many personality. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard me talk about my Launch to Livelihood course. And the overarching theme of that course is to get you not just like booking, but booking sessions and people that like fill your soul, that really speak to you because then everything gets easy. Marketing gets easier. Design gets easier. Photography gets easier. And whenever you are shooting full-time, it demands a lot of energy, especially weddings. We used to shoot 40 weddings a year. And oh my gosh, the level of energy and like, I literally don't even know what other word to say other than energy, like physical energy, mental energy, mental bandwidth that it demanded was a lot, but they were our people. And so when they were our people in our niche, it was easy. Like it was, it was easy to show up at 150%. And so one of the very first things that I have my students do is take the Enneagram test. And the reason that I have them do that is because whenever you take that test, you learn a lot about yourself not just as an entrepreneur, but as a human being. And so when, as you're building your niche, I always encourage people to start with themselves. Like what lights you up? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Because if you put me with a newborn, I'm not saying I won't do it. I'll totally shoot newborns, but like, it doesn't get me super excited to get out of bed in the morning, unless it's one of our couples. If it's one of our former couples who, you know, they're starting their family, then I get lit up because to me, it's the relationship focus. But whenever you're defining your niche, really honing in on yourself and what makes you happy. Okay. So tell me, P lazy, why is that your ranch? Are you Western gal? Are you tell me about that? Because that's kind of where I want to divert. I just saw you smile so big. So (laughs) I have a a feeling we're going in the right direction. Yes. So P lazy, why is my brand? I do own cows, live on the ranch. Um, the family is ranched for multiple generations. So I just, I don't know one day I was like, okay, P Lazy Y is my brand. I don't really have to change too much. Let's just make that my photography. Awesome. So tell me about that part of your life. So raising cattle and working outside on the ranch, like you get to be outside all the time. I get to be in cool places, take pictures of cool places, different places. We have a ranch that we lease in Hillside, Colorado. We also have our home ranch is in Howard, but the family has been here literally since the late 1800s. Like they came to Canyon City, worked for the prison system while they were ranching. Wow. Um, And then split off. My grandpa bought land here in Howard, like the early 40s, I want to say, 1940s. And then my dad's family is really big. There's six kids. So they, most of them were involved in ranching or something. The boys stayed home at the home ranch and that's where I grew up. I love to be out there riding my horse, checking on the cows, doing all that. It's just a, it's a great way of life. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I just love how much you lit up and how easy it was for you to talk about. I'm also the oldest of six kids. So I get, I get the big family life, but so everything that you just said, Amber, being outdoors, tight knit community, the Western life, cattle, horses, that's part of you. And so it would only make sense if the people that you loved working with also had those same values and morals. Like, is that something that you've ever pursued? Because 
I think whenever we think about niching down, we think about a genre like, okay, well, I'm, I'm only going to shoot weddings. I'm only going to shoot families. I'm, and, and that's totally fine because, but that's also not small enough. It's like, I could say I'm a doctor and I work on teeth. Okay. So I'm a dentist, but then there's, you know, people who specialize, there's orthodontists, there's people who specialize in just doing root canals. There's people who specialize in just the cleaning part. And so to niche down to a genre isn't enough. And that is something that I also teach my students is that now we have to find out what is important to your people, the people that do light you up. So have you ever thought about moving into that strictly like Western world? And if we wanted to be more specific, like Western weddings? So yes, I have thought about it a little bit, but I wouldn't say it's something like, oh, I just only want to do Western because like that couple at the courthouse, totally not Western at all. It was a totally different vibe, but I still loved it. But I have thought a little bit about it, you know, because I do grow up in that and I do have lots of family and friends that are in the Western industry. So what was it about that couple that you worked with that just totally lit you up? Was it the intimacy? Was it were there characteristics about them that you loved? What was it? Yeah, I would just say like that you could totally see that they loved each other and they were just so happy and they were super calm. Like they weren't, well, we want you to do X, Y, Z and you need to do this. They were just totally up for whatever poses I had and doing whatever. And like the connection between them and everything was just, it was amazing. And that's, yeah, I just loved it. Her outfit, she wore a dress, a pantsuit, wasn't a dress at the courthouse. He was dressed up in his suit and tie and everything, but it was just everything about them. It was just awesome. And that's what I want to do is work with awesome couples like that are totally into up being up for whatever. That's awesome. So I think you had mentioned elopements earlier. Um, are you married? I am not married. No. I know sometimes people who have really large weddings are like, oh, yeah, I don't ever want to be a part of that again. Or some people who elope are like, yes, this is what I want to focus on. And, and I'm and I mean that like as, as a photographer, there are a lot of elopement photographers who had the big wedding and they realized all the reasons that they don't want to be a part of big weddings for their niche. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who elope and, you know, they they just loved that elopement. And so I'm curious, you know, what it is specifically about the elopements that that you like. Is it the the laid back nature? Is it the that there's like less pressure on you to have to entertain or kind of perform, I guess? like that expectation is at at big weddings? I would say that, yes, that is totally all a part of it. I think it's just easier when you have an elopement, not necessarily that it's going to be less time or anything like that, but the couple is usually not as stressed, I would say, that they're more relaxed and just ready. It's all about them. They're not having to cater to, you know, make sure that everything else is all set and ready to go for the day. Right, right. Okay, I love everything you're saying. And the reason that I keep asking this is one of the ways to define your niche after you have like a good understanding of yourself and kind of what, what you're bringing to the table. Like myself, I love big events. I love getting to perform. I love making fun of people like, you know, like making fun of uncle Bob at the wedding. And I love making people laugh. I love, you know, when we're on a really tight time crunch and I have to make things happen beautifully in a short period, like I thrive there. And so that was kind of where I started in defining my niche But the next step in defining your niche is asking why and just keep asking why. Every time you get an answer to a question that you're you're answering, ask why again. And eventually you'll get down to this root of 
why am I the best person to serve this group of people? People who are eloping, people who want that intimate connection, people who want a little more off the beaten path wedding, people who want assistance in planning, but they're also, as far as finding locations, but they're also really calm. Why am I the person to do this? So what would you say? Like, why would you, why are you the person to serve these, these folks? Okay. So I would say that I'm going to be there a hundred percent for them. Like from the planning, if they have questions about wherever it is that they're getting married, eloping, whatever it is, but I like, I will be there a hundred percent to do whatever it is to help capture those memories for them. Um, so they can have those for the rest of their lifetime. I am all about helping like the little things. Oh, it looks like your bra strap showing, you know, like every little detail that goes on. I am there to be all about them for them in whatever way they need. Why, why do you want to be the, why do you want to be there for him a hundred percent? We're good. This is like a therapy session. We're going to keep <laughs> getting deeper. <laughs> why? Um, I don't know. I guess that is a good question. Like why, why am I the best? Why could I be the best? I don't know. Like, I guess I'd have to think about that more as to why am I the person for them? I don't know. Do you think, so one of the things that I, that the first thing that comes to my mind, Amber, is that I have a good feeling you're a very relationship focused person. Are you a little more introverted than extroverted? Would you say? Uh, probably. Yeah. Like growing up, I was more, way more introverted than extroverted. And there's nothing wrong with being introverted, extroverted, an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. The only reason I ask is because introverts tend to prefer more of that one-on-one time and less of the having to expend a lot of extra energy with more people. And so that's something that I think is a huge asset for you in working with elopements is if you are much more comfortable or more confident or prefer one-on-one settings, like you prefer to give all your energy that you have Mm -hmm. to two people as opposed to spreading it thin across, you know, 50 to 100 or 200 people. And so asking why it's really going to help anytime you you answer. And even with me saying that, I mean, I, I don't know if that resonates with you, but I would even encourage you to go, okay, why do I prefer one-on-one settings? Why do I prefer to give this, this really precious energy and this really intimate space to these two people? What is it? Like, why do I want to do that? And the more you ask why, the more you start getting really down to your niche. Um, does that make sense? Does that feel? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I totally get that. So I think that that's what I would encourage you to start doing is asking why, writing down all of your strengths that you bring to the table, not only your business table, but the lunch table, your life table, the dinner table, like all the tables in your life. What are your strengths? Because Amber, people are going to book you because of you, not because of your photos. Yeah, they're going to see your photos and go, wow, these are pretty, but they want to know you. Because if you, I see that you've had photos done. Who took your photos for you on your website? So the ones on my like about me section, uh, me mm-hmm. self timer. <laughs> hey, look at you go. Okay. So even, even, even yeah. if it is you, you know how awkward it is to be in front of the freaking camera. It's so awkward. Oh, whether yeah. you have a photographer yeah. doing it or whether you're shooting your own. And so your couples 
they're going to go, okay, cool. Like photos are great, but who is this person? Why are we going to be opening up to, to her with her camera? What is it about her that we feel connected to so much that we're going to invite her to be a part of this? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to your website. So I'm, I'm on your website now and there's, there's nothing wrong with your website at all. I just want to share a little bit of thoughts Okay. As you're moving into kind of defining your niche. So on the homepage, you have authentic wedding photography on the side and then for the wildly in love in the middle. So, but then it goes into, you have weddings, engagement, couples, seniors, families, newborn, maternity, and equestrian events. So what I would, (laughs) which is normal, right? Like, especially whenever we're first starting out as photographers, we really want to experience it all. And we should, like I was shooting everything under the sun whenever I started real estate, food photography, maternity. Like I literally went from a maternity session to shooting chocolate truffles, back to back photo shoots. Like I didn't know what I wanted until it happened. And as soon as it happened at my first big wedding, I was like, oh yes. Like this energy is intoxicating. I love it. I love like the extrovert that I am. I love getting to like experience this with people. And so once you've experienced it, Amber, that's when you should move into it. And it sounds like you've already experienced this intimate, more intimate weddings. So what I would encourage you to do is to start shifting your homepage to one speaking directly to your niche and mostly showcasing images of just couples. Now it doesn't have to be like a full wedding day. But I would highly suggest that through your imagery, you communicate with your niche market who you serve. That's the first thing. The second thing, the second thing is the copy that you use. And the copy is just the the text and messaging. And so authentic real life photography is really great, except who's authentic? I don't see you anywhere on your homepage. Like there's no picture of you on your homepage. And then I go to your about page and it says my story, but then I read and there's nothing about your story here. I, I, I don't know anything about you. I love that you at least have pictures up, but there's nothing about your story that makes me go, oh my gosh, I totally connect with this woman. Like, look okay. at this. Her favorite movie is, you know, Christmas Vacation or whatever your favorite movie is, Zoolander. She just quoted The Office, whatever it is. That's going to connect with your niche market, which it sounds silly, right? But but there's nothing about your story on here. And okay. even in the section where it says, why, you, why should you book me? When you hire me, I understand how to use the camera. I would take that out 100%. That's a given. People can tell by your work and to be represent or to represent yourself as the professional that you are. There are things that are just assumed and that should be one of them. That should be totally assumed that you know how to use your camera. There's, there's the about me page is really hard because you have to talk about yourself, but not really like you actually don't want to talk about yourself. You want to talk about your niche market while weaving in things about yourself. And it sounds really confusing and it is, but instead of saying, um, under the why you should hire me, instead of I, 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 you're going to speak to them. You want this. 
you are expecting this. You need me to help you with X, Y, and Z. And so you really want to cater your about me page to speak to your niche. But until you know what your niche is, like, why do they want an intimate wedding? What is it about the big wedding that is just not their cup of tea? Writing down these questions like, okay, why don't they want to get married? Why do they want to be in nature? What is it about nature? Why is the courthouse such an intimate place? And, you know, kind of learning a lot more about your niche Mm -hmm. and why you want to serve them. It's a lot of hard work out of the gate, but man, people love knowing that you're speaking directly to them. And you can't do that, right? When you're serving, there's a quote. If you, uh, if you try to speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And it's 100% true. If you try to speak to everybody, nobody's going to come knocking. But if you get really specific about your role and why you are the best person for that role and what it is that they're not necessarily struggling with, like I hate to use the word pain points. I know that's like a cool hip thing to use, but I don't like pain points. But things that... I don't know, kind of pique their interest and go, yeah, I guess I never really thought about it that way. That's why we definitely want to have an intimate wedding. And then I have a fun personality. Cool. How? Like what makes you fun? And like share those things, whether it's like you, you, you know, geek out on Star Wars or whatever you're, you know, I mean, on, on Sundays, we can find you playing ultimate Frisbee on a club team, whatever it is like, Instead of saying these facts, storytell, because storytelling is marketing. And I think a lot of us don't think of marketing as storytelling, but literally all it is is sharing stories. But Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of storytelling happening on your website. And so once you have that in, I love that you have social proof, all the people who who wrote wrote you reviews. I love that. But I do think if you're going to put my story and on the homepage, you're going to have authentic photography you're going to have to get really uncomfortable and start sharing things of not uncomfortable, like your deep, deepest, darkest secrets on your website, <laughs> but it is really uncomfortable to talk about ourselves, but you are the person that they are hiring. Mm-hmm. You are the one that they want to work with. Your pictures speak for themselves. They are beautiful, but I think just kind of getting clearer on that messaging and why you are the person for them is going to do wonders for you, Amber. Okay, great. Did that spark any thoughts? I, I know I just talked for like seven straight minutes without breathing. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get <laughs> yeah, some water. No, no. That has given me like a lot to think about, start working on, you know, and ask and asking myself really why and put that into words for the website. Great. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's hard because before before your business is like snowballed and taken off, it's easy to go, well, I'll just take anything. But then once it starts taking off, you really only want to work with the people that you really love. Like that's the best part of, of running your own business is only working with people you love. And if, if you know, you're shooting 40, 50 elopements a year, you want to make sure those are people that you actually really care about and really like and and you're not just a number to them and, and, and vice versa, that they're not just a number to you, that there's that, that, that real yes. relationship there. And so getting clear now does save you a lot of stress later on. Um, I'm also on your, on your Instagram and again, beautiful images, but I don't know who you are. There's no pictures <laughs> of you. There's a silhouette. <laughs> so I would highly recommend 
showing up, showing your face. My students get so sick of hearing me say that because I'm like, all y'all have not posted anything on your social media. I don't know who you are. And so again, people really want to connect with you, Amber. And it's a really vulnerable space to be in in business, but it's also really liberating when people do start booking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Ivy Benchek. Uh, she's in Salida. She's a photographer here as well. Mm-hmm. She messaged me. She got two inquiries this week and messaged me and was like, look, they're my people. And I was like, and they love you. Like they put it in the message to her. Like we love you. We want to work with you. And there's just no better feeling than knowing like, oh, they see me. They want me. I'm not just a means to an end. And, and then there's like that natural, like we have couples who get married. I have so many maternity shoots this winter, Amber. It was like everybody got pregnant at the same time, which is really cool. But like, I don't market that I do newborn photography and I don't even really market that I do family photography, but those relationships, that's my niche, like relationship centric Mm -hmm. couples getting married in the mountains, preferably here in the Valley who like want to marry me for life too. Like if I'm being honest, I want to be a part of everything, (laughs) but I don't market it. Like you, you really don't see me. You'll never see a newborn photo on my social media or my website. There's no family photos, but the couples that we work with, they're so like, we are so connected because I've gotten very clear about who my niche is that they're like, you're in for life. Like we're here forever. You're not. So it's, it it is really cool. Once you do define that niche and the why behind it to really see it start to show up for you. How do you feel? Do you feel nervous? Did I just (laughs) overwhelm you? (laughs) Well, it it is a lot, but at the same time, like some of it, I like, I've known I need to be more like active on social media. I just haven't, I just haven't done it. Right. It's, it's really hard. And I will say like, if you don't feel like doing it, hire a copywriter because a really great copywriter is going to ask you, who's your niche? What is it about them? And let's get to the heart of this. Um, mm-hmm. But if you wanted to do it yourself, that's amazing. Just make sure that you keep asking why and make notes. Every time something pops into your head, just like jot it down and, and remember like, ooh, that should go on the website. Also, I would highly recommend on, on your homepage, putting a picture of you on there front and center. Like, okay. I'm Amber. Here's, <laughs> here's a little bit about me. But again, you can't write just about yourself. You have to write to your couple about your couple in a way that comes from your heart where they know who they're hiring. It sounds super confusing. I totally get it. That's why copywriters are so good at what they do. Um, but I think starting with that, starting with who am I? What am I bringing to the table? And why is this niche market going to connect with that? It is a lot, but yes, I can, I can totally do that. <laughs> and like everything you said, like, I, I know I need to work on that. And I, I will like going forward, I have homework now for the, you know, next couple of weeks to start really looking at what it is, the why. I'm excited for you. That why is really yes. annoying. I was in the shower one day and I just... <laughs> I kept asking why. And I finally think I like threw the shampoo or something. Cause I was like, I can't go any deeper. And then I found it. And so it was just like a weird, a weird moment in the shower where I kept asking why just to, I don't remember what it was about. And I finally got to the root of what it was in business that I wanted to be doing and why I was doing it. And it, it was really, it's a really fun and irritating game to play at the same time with yourself. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do you have any other questions? Did that spark any questions? My whole, you know, seven and a half minutes of talking. I don't think so. Like, I mean, that basic question, you've went over a lot for me to um, start thinking about and to revamp the website and be present on social media. Yeah, I don't think I have any questions right now. Awesome. Well, I super appreciate you reaching out about this. I was really excited to get to chat and I, I love talking about niches and oh my gosh, like whenever you niche down, that's whenever your business really starts to grow and take off. And if you haven't figured out who your niche is, it just kind of like coasts and work will come in, it'll trickle in. But once you define that niche and you do it wholeheartedly and not just wholeheartedly, but you understand why, like I've known wedding photographers who niche down to weddings and they're like, I need the money. I'm like, oh no, that is not, mm -mm, that's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. But whenever you know why you're niche down and why you're the person, that's when your business really starts to take off. And again, like this snowball effect, like it starts small and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this huge snowball. You know, it just gets so big. Yeah. So I'm really excited for you. So I guess I do have one question with that. So like, yeah, I did the one courthouse wedding, but like, how do I get more people or more pictures to advertise for that? I mean, I have wedding pictures. I do have that. So I have, I can put those out there, but how do you get more people for just that when I'm just starting off saying that, yeah, elopement small is what I want to do. That's a great question. So one of the things that I suggest is if, if you do have weddings, Amber, use some of those photos, but don't show the big groups, you know, like keep mm -hmm. it really small, keep it detail focused. Cause you said on, on your website, you're detail oriented. Great. How does that come out though? Like why, why are you detail oriented? But if you're showing, showing through imagery that you're detail oriented, so showing some of those detail moments. And then also with your verbiage, with the wording that you choose to use on the website, displaying the details, the intimacy. And then I, I would also do a couple model calls and say, I either need a couple who's already married or an engaged couple who just wants to model for me. That's a really great way to get photos, but you could also do like style shoots. And then that's a really great way to network with local vendors. And then after that, I would really, really, really hit heavy the copy that you use, like the words okay. that you are using to connect to your clients because beautiful imagery is amazing. Like a picture was worth a thousand words, right? But actually speaking that mm -hmm. and actually putting what you want them to understand about you and how you're working into words for them to read, that's huge too. So I would totally recommend setting up a couple style shoots, model calls, and then again, getting super clear on your why, and then putting that on the website and like for people Correct. to see, for them to really connect with through that storytelling and just to really understand who you are and why you're so passionate. People, people can smell passion from a bajillion miles away. And that's why they will hire you because they will feel your passion through your photos and through the stories that you're telling on your website. Great question. Yes. Thank you. And I actually have a styled shoot next Sunday. Um, in Yay! Morrison. So yeah, there's two couples and one bride. So yes. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Awesome. Amber, that's going to be amazing. Yes. Content for days. Yeah. Style yes. shoots are yep. so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> style shoots are so great, especially early on because you can 
get the images that you want without the pressure of a timeline or a deadline. Like sometimes you have weather to contend with, but for the most part, style sheets are a really great opportunity for you to go, what do I want? What do I need for the website? Especially now that you know that you're going to be revamping your website, literally looking at it and going, I need a heavy left photo for this spot so I can put text over that. And here's like the emotion that I want to evoke from this shot. So that's going to be an amazing opportunity for you to get what you want and not just, again, with the restraints of timelines and and other things that naturally come up on, on a wedding day. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having this call with me, Amber. I'm really excited for you. Uh, We're going to put all the ways that you can contact Amber in the show notes. And of course, go follow her, check out her website because it's going to get revamped by the time that this comes out. You'll have probably a brand new revamped website. But yeah, thank you so much for being here, Amber. Thank you so much, Taylor. I appreciate it. Likewise. We'll see you guys next time on the Fearless Vampire Podcast.